0: Hello and welcome to the Mums Who Want More podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Terlich, leader of the Lead and Inspire community, mum of two beautiful children, a life satisfaction coach and a passionate teacher. I've created this podcast for you to inspire, uplift and empower you to be who you want to be and create the life that you want to live. So are you ready? Let's jump on in. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Mums Who Want More podcast. I'm Jessica Terlick, and if you don't know me, I'm the leader of the Lead and Inspire community, a place for you to have time to think about what you truly want and how to make it happen. My superpower is providing you with the opportunity to prioritize your self-care through time management, organizational skills, reflection, and most of all, identifying your own superpowers. It may not sound too exciting or fun to you, but I know that life will be joyful, fun, and truly how you want it to be once you know how to work out your energy cycle, organize your day the way you want it, and to start going for what you actually want. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about what does self-care actually mean and how as busy mums, we can fit it in. We're going to start off with talking about how self-care has become a bit of a buzzword How to create space for self care and why have time for self care as well. So let's dive on into why has self care become a buzzword, right? And I have my own personal opinion on it. And I think it's because it is something that in our busy day to day lives, we have forgotten or not placed such a high priority on looking after ourselves because we are looking after other people. And then obviously over time, Stress and anxiety has increased and they're making lots of connections with mental health because of our busy lifestyles. And one of the key things that we can do to reduce all of that anxiety and stress is to actually schedule time for ourselves. And then people are talking about how that self-care, looking after ourselves, is self-care. Then of course, because people are searching for the solution to our problems. So we're if our problem is that we're feeling stressed or overwhelmed, then we're looking for the solution. And then self-care has come up as a solution. And because it's so simple, inexpensive and so easy to put into our day-to-day or our week-to-week then a lot of more people are then starting to say look self-care is you, self-care is that and then I don't know personal opinion once again But for some reason, we always tend to go that things have to cost money or in order for things to work, it has to cost us something, right? And I truly believe that we have to be able to invest in something, but it doesn't always have to be a big investment. It can be whatever we feel comfortable with at that point in time. Now, that leads me into how um, self-care could be booking beauty appointments and so on and then it's become that whole thing of like if I get a massage every week and I get my nails done and I get my hair done and I get my all my beauty you know all my waxing and so on then I'm doing self-care right and I am guilty of doing this because in the beginning, that would have been definitely the message that I was sharing. So it just shows that, uh, information of what, like what I'm learning as well. Like it's always ever changing because when you're in, like you're learning, you're learning from the point that you're currently at. So I know what I know now because of the resources and the experiences that I've been through. And then I then go through my next sort of learning. And then obviously I adapt to what I have learned. Right. And so. For me, back when I started sharing about self-care, it was important to me to book my hair appointments in advance. It was important for me to actually make time for massages and get my nails done because my children where like under the age of three, like well four as well, like they, you know, we're just coming out of that busy baby stage. So it's not as easy to go and book all those appointments and things like that. So if you're definitely in that stage of life where your children are literally babies and you can't just go here and there and have all those appointments and yet you're adapting from before when you didn't have kids and you could have all those appointments, please don't start thinking that you're not doing self-care. Your self-care just might be different to where you are in life right now. And that's why I want to change the whole um, perspective on what self-care is, especially in the Lead and Inspire community in the sense of everybody's own self-care is different. Just because someone else is doing it for self-care doesn't mean you need to do it unless you're really drawn to it and you would like to give it a go. I'm all one for trying new and different things, but at the same time I think it's really important to connect back into why you're looking after yourself. What does looking after yourself actually look and feel like and then doing the activities and the tasks that help you do that? So the buzzword initially would have been um, not so much money driven, but there would have been something that comes into it. And then there would have been the pressure of what you have to do in order to be showing self-care. And once again, I'm guilty of that as well. My to-do list used to be so long of all the things that I had to do to look after myself that that then put pressure on me. And then I was creating more expectations and then I wasn't able to keep up with all those self-care practices. So then I was thinking, well, that's why I'm feeling horrible because I'm not getting everything done on my list and so on. Right? I just purely overcomplicated the whole process. So So hopefully during this episode, we can pick up that self-care doesn't have to be overcomplicated. It can be very simple and it can start off wherever you are in your stage of life. It doesn't have to be what other people are doing or recommending and you can completely be in charge of what you choose to do that you know that's going to actually, the idea is either to energize you or to help you calm, right? So how can we create space for self-care? One of the key things I like to share in the community is to say to create yourself a self care menu, right? So if you have a self care menu, it can be just like a food menu, but it's all about self care practices. You can have ones that are really quick. You can have ones that take a bit more time. You can have ones that cost money. You can have ones that are even on the dream, right? If like money and time were no boundaries, so you just limitless. What would you like to do? And then if you have that self-care menu readily available, when you do start finding time for like, right, I really need to recharge myself or I really need to energize myself or calm myself down, what's on my self-care menu? And once again, this is training our brain to look for different options, switching off the autopilot and doing what we have always done before, which quite often is pushing through, going, you know what, I'm feeling myself like pouring not the best version of myself. So I want to do something now that's going to fill me back up. So then I'm able to then pour the best version of myself. So if you have that self-care menu there and your body's used to you going and getting and reaching for that menu and choosing something off there, then it's going to become really, really easy for that to become a habit. Then you might want to like up the ante, I like to say, right? Like take it to the next level and schedule some time into your week and commit to it. Now, once again, don't, like, don't do what I did. Like, it's just a classic thing, isn't it? But I just really want to emphasize, don't overcomplicate it and don't try and put too many things in. Um Eventually, we'll be able to get into the podcast um, episodes where I'm talking about our she energy, like our natural feminine energy cycle. And there's going to be things that you feel like doing one week and other weeks you just couldn't think of anything worse, or you prefer to do one thing one week compared to the next. So... Hold off for those ones as well. But just for now, we're creating that self-awareness and we're writing down the things that we would like to do to, you know, practice self-care. And then we want to have that on a menu so we can access it as much as we like. And then if you can carve out some time during the week, it doesn't have to be the same time every week because we know what weeks do. They change depending on what's happening. So all we want to do is we want to identify this week, I've got a bit of space here and I want to do this one self-care practice or I want to, you could just even label it self-care menu and then whatever you feel like doing at that point in time, then you can do it. Now, why have time for self-care? Like I've already touched on, self-care will bring us back into the present moment. It will then also fill us up with the best possible version of ourselves so then we can then overflow and give to others. And also it's a way of internally validating ourselves, showing ourselves that we do matter, we are worthy and that we are just as important as anyone else in our household, right? So that same love and compassion that you show your children comes back into you. So imagine if you're giving yourself that much love and compassion, you're filling yourself up with that. And then that's going to naturally overflow into your children. So it's really, really important to have time for self-care. And once again, don't shy away from showing others in your household that you're doing it. Explain to them that you have this self-care menu and that these are some of the activities that you like to do, and you're going to do one now, or maybe perhaps you ask your children, like, do they have, a, like, do they want to put something together as well? And when you're all, you know, you can all have self-care menu time at the same time, and everyone's doing something. I could just imagine all the um, mums listening, going, "Oh, my son's just going to say Xbox or this and that." Right? Um, it does make me want to say that if something is done in a way where the intention is to look after yourself and that they're aware of it and you've placed a boundary across it so maybe it might be something that they don't normally do and it's done for like x amount of minutes then that would be definitely self-care but if it's something that they automatically do and that's their autopilot then that's not necessarily a self-care practice right so um, let's draw it back to ourselves having a coffee every day like I don't drink coffee I actually don't like coffee I've never really had coffee and the only time I like the smell of coffee is when I was pregnant and I really hope I don't lose listeners or followers over that it's just that I'm just I am naturally energetic and I just couldn't imagine being on caffeine anyway but obviously my body doesn't respond to it so I've never had it right so Coffee, like so many of even just my friends or like other people that I work with or the beautiful community members will talk about, like coffee is on their self-care menu. Like if I'm doing a workshop and we talk about what's your one of your morning routines, it's like coffee is normally down on the list. It might be a couple of tea as well. So if you're a tea lady, then that's all good as well, right? So it's a hot drink in the morning. Um, so I do love hot chocolates, almond milk hot chocolates. Oh, to die for, love it. So if we bring it back to... The coffee or the cup of tea in the morning, right? When you reach for that, are you, you've got to think about why are you doing it? Are you drinking it because you just really want to get that energy so you can get up and go? Are you doing it because you feel like you have to, you won't survive? So it's like a survival mechanism. Or are you actually enjoying it and being brought back into the, into the present moment? Like you're experiencing this. This is part of my morning routine. This is what I'm doing to set myself up for success today like really putting more intention back into what we do, that awareness, rather than just doing it out of survival. When we take time to really connect into the things that we are doing and the purpose for doing it, the intent of doing it, then our body naturally responds to it. So imagine if you actually took the moment to enjoy having that cup of coffee And actually bring it to the present moment of drinking it and how that's going to energize you for your day. And if you really want to amp it up and make it a beautiful routine and having the relaxation music on in the background or so on, right, really think about the choices that you're making and how that's affecting your body response to things. If we're slamming down a coffee because we want our nervous system to kick into overdrive so we can get everything done for the day and be super productive, then you can just imagine how you're going to feel all day, let alone how you're going to feel at the end of the day. But if you're going to fill yourself up with that love and that internal validation that you are worth your time, time's going to feel like it's going to expand and you're going to have more time, right? I feel like I'm touching on a lot of different things that I want to talk about in other episodes as well. So once again, like I've said in the first sort of introduction to this whole line of um, podcasts, if some things make sense for now, then that's beautiful. That's exactly where you need to be. If it doesn't, then just remember that it's okay. That'll probably get filed away for later and then you can bring it forward at another time. Or if it's really not relevant, then you can just let it go because um, I'm purely here just to talk to you, to try and you know just share with you the different information or the strategies or the tools that are going to bring out the best in you because I know that's what you want and that's what you can do for yourself. I just am hoping that I'm creating this beautiful space for you to do it for yourself. So maybe perhaps listening to this episode can go on your self-care menu. You never know. So I do have a range of resources on my website, such as the self-care menus and weekly planners. If you want to look into how you can schedule self-care into your week, Um, you can check them out on jessicaterlick.com.au. If you don't have time to create your own, of course. I also like to um, suggest that you create a uh, self-care menu for your family even. So maybe perhaps there's some beautiful activities you can do as a family. You can have them down on the self-care menu and then as a family ritual, you can, you know, maybe once a week you can select something all to do together. You never know, that might be something nice you want to introduce into your family setting. Um, like with anything, you are always more than welcome to share in the community because I love seeing community members share all the tips and tricks that I'm sharing because when you hear it from others and where you see what others are doing, that's actually inspiring. So we want to, we're more inclined to take it on for ourselves. So if you want to be a bit of a change maker as well and share with others what you are doing, then please definitely share that via our Instagram, Instagram, or in our facebook groups as well so if you're not already part of our inner circle of our community come on over to our website once again and check out the links to be able to sign up for our weekly email list or to jump in one of our facebook groups so just to leave you for today remember self-care is more than just beauty appointments and meditation self-care is what feels good for you Setting boundaries, saying no and choosing who you spend time with are all powerful self-care practices. So don't forget to put them on your self-care menu as well. You are definitely worth your own time. Until the next episode, I am Jessica Terlick and you have been listening to the Mums Who Want More podcast. See you in the community. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Mums Who Want More podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. You never know how much you can help others by showing them what you are listening to. If you are loving my short, sharp, and to-the-point episodes, I would love for you to leave me a five-star review. As you know, all additional information is in the show notes, and if you are not part of the community yet, come join us. If you are part of the community, I'll see you in there. Bye for now.